Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, beautiful humans. Brandy here. This is Spirit Talk. Thank you so much for joining me. In this show, we are spiritual explorers together. (laughs) I want to shout out a few listeners. I took a look at the analytics and chose the letter S. So thank you for tuning in from South Africa, Sweden, and South Carolina. Love you all. Love that we are all people from all over the place making up this beautiful fabric. And if you are a first-time listener, then welcome. So good to have you. Today, I'm just going to share a bit. No real rhyme or reason to this one, really. I just hope I can think of a title for it. (laughs) I've been trying to get a little bit more creative with the titles of the show. And in all honesty, I have so much brewing in my mind lately for Spirit Talk. I have guests lined up for 2024 already, and man, I am pumped. Some big guests will be joining us. I'm also working on recording guided meditations, something that has been really calling me for a long time. I'm just not so sure if I'm satisfied with the current microphone quality. Uh, Quite frankly, I am waiting until Christmas just in case I get a little gift that could be of use to record. December is one of my favorite times. It was my birthday last week on December 13th. And the universe works in the most beautiful ways, as we know, just as I have been craving more spiritual group setting things in my life. An event popped up on my personal Facebook feed that happened to take place on my birthday. And I was like, wow, this is perfect. It was at a little metaphysical shop slash tea house, not far from my place. And I have been meaning to get in there to check it out. I've driven by many times. And what do you know, this new moon women's circle was planned for December 13th. So of course, I took it as a sign and went for it. And it was amazing. And everything I was hoping for. It had a small circle of women, less than 10, more than six. I don't know the exact number. And we had journaling, fire burning, intention setting, group meditation, chanting, a drum circle, channeled messages, and so much more. And what what a way to spend my birthday. I will be going back to that circle for sure. Today, I thought I would talk a little bit about boundaries with spirit. I have touched on this a lot on Spirit Talk over the years, and I've been examining my own boundaries to spirit lately. So I thought we could talk about that more in depth on the show today. So when I say boundaries to spirit, I literally mean personal energetic boundaries with ghosts, departed loved ones from people around me, um, other people's guides, things like that. So let's get right into that. A bit of my own history. 
There was a time when, when I was younger, when I really, I didn't set intentions or take power over my own interaction with spirit at all. I am sensitive. I am an empath, but I wasn't really aware of that or what that meant. I didn't know much about my own abilities and I didn't really understand that I did have sovereignty over my own powers. So I often kind of walked around in daily life without realizing what I was taking on from other people or even that I was perceiving spirit. And looking back now, I see that I have come so far. My past was good. My future is better. (laughs) The more you know, the better you do, right? So I have been developing a better understanding of my own abilities. And finally, about five years ago, I acknowledged I am a medium. I do connect to what is beyond the veil. And that was a big, big step for me because I started to interact intentionally and really took control over where and who I allowed into my auric field. So in other words, I set strong boundaries with spirit, with the spirit world. This was really helpful and it allowed me to cope better with how much I feel I do feel so deeply like many of you. And I used the word control there because looking back, I really was controlling with it. I refused to allow anything into my my own energy that wasn't on my terms. And really that that felt better. But it was also a response. It was a response to years of taking on things and absorbing other people's energy, both dead and alive, and not really liking how that left me feeling. And so the hypervigilance and control that I had found worked for me. I was still able to turn my abilities way up and sense so much. It just felt more comfortable with it really being on my own strict terms. I referred to it as a light switch for spirit for years now. And when the light switch is on, I'm ready to attune to whatever comes through as long as it's not harmful or malicious. When it's off, it's like I have a cloak on like a sign saying, no strangers, please. (laughs) In my everyday life, I was still able to, to perceive my own loved ones and my main spirit guide who I work so closely with because I, I had set the intention. But apart from that, the switch was off. Now, I like to think of myself as a student of the universe, first and foremost. I am meant to teach others as well, and that part of me is developing as I speak, and I will teach through my experiences. So constant learning is really what lights me up, and my interests are in many things from spiritual philosophy, metaphysics, spiritual abilities, among many others that aren't spiritual in nature per se. And I learn by doing that is part of my cosmic makeup and personality. 
So I have set out to experiment with my boundaries with spirit. And through that, I am learning a lot. On the last episode, I explained the dimmer switch that's been added to my toolkit. In the latter half of the year, with the dimmer switch, I've been playing with the levels. It's been really, really interesting and honestly, super fun to adjust those boundaries a bit and see what what happens. And it's not lost on me a connection here. Part of my readiness to experiment with how I perceive spirit in day-to-day life is to do with the fact that I have been feeling much more physically fortified as of late. Good nutrition, more movement, lots of grounding, taking what sunlight I can, though I could use more sunlight, especially lately, (laughs) and I'm no longer walking around slightly dehydrated. (laughs) I have made heart-to-heart connection with other human beings a huge priority, so I'm feeling good in my body, better than I have in a long time. So with that said, I am in a place of feeling safe enough to use this dimmer switch, so to speak. I'm feeling well enough to take on energy from outside of myself and either help transmute it or simply experience it and let it go. I've learned not to absorb and working intentionally with spirit over the last several years with the strong boundaries has taught me a lot. And I say that as an important note, if you're not feeling well or not feeling super balanced, if you are very much in a stage of healing yourself, strong spiritual boundaries are probably for the best at this stage. Most of you listening are empaths and or have natural sensitivity to spirit. If you resonate with taking on too much at times or resonate with getting energy sick, I do encourage you to uh, listen through some of the older episodes where I talk about spiritual hygiene, mind, body, soul balance, taking care of your own energy and that sort of thing before you experiment with lowering boundaries to the spirit world. Okay, so we're kind of caught up on my own personal journey with spiritual boundaries. Some of you may kind of recognize that in yourself. I do identify as quite a late bloomer. I am Life Path 11, which many Life Path 11s are truly late bloomers and don't really come into their power until later on in life. So maybe you think you're ahead of me in this, but nonetheless, I am sharing. (laughs) Let me tell you, this whole guards down thing has been interesting and I've been learning in a big way. I'm actually a bit surprised of how much has come through when I let that dimmer switch open up. Wow. I have had so many cool experiences and lots of opportunities to practice in different environments. I've been quite a social butterfly lately. And when in groups, I have said to myself, let's go, (laughs) let's do this. Uh, Last week, I went to Elf the Musical. (laughs) Believe it or not, there is such thing as Elf the Musical, which is... Um, the same thing as the movie, only a musical. It was, it was cute. 
Um, I went with about a dozen people. It was at the Stanley Theatre in Vancouver, BC. And the big group of us had dinner, then walked to the Stanley. As I was walking up to the theatre, whoo, I could feel the energy, even when I was outside the theatre. I went in knowing I was going to experiment. And we had arrived a little early for the show. We were visiting with one another in the lobby. I hadn't mentioned any of my spiritual escapades to folks that night. And I know only a a handful or less, probably less of these people very well. Um, But sure enough, one of the gents with us, a very nice guy, we don't know each other well, he turned to me and said, apparently this is one of the most haunted places in Vancouver. (laughs) I found it kind of funny that he turned to me specifically of all the people in the group and said that. And as I've said many times, People can read energy, whether they practice it or not. Uh, he doesn't know anything about me, really. And I, he felt the need to share that fun tidbit with me, uh, the person who would be most interested. <laughs> and of course, it is not uncommon for theaters or older buildings to have stories or legends of paranormal activity. But I didn't need a story or a lore or fun fact to tell me that this place was full of spirit. I had already felt the soupy energy. As I'm saying that right now, my lights just flickered. It wasn't really heavy, but definitely soupy. I like to use that word for some reason. If it were a soup, this the energy of the Stanley Theater, I would call it an Italian wedding soup. Very light in viscosity, but filled with pockets of denseness. Yeah, so everybody shuffled into the theater, and it is gorgeous. Very interesting architecturally, uh, beautiful detail, and kind of everything you want in an old theater. And as I sat there watching Elf the Musical, which was quite good, but incredibly long, (laughs) I was very aware of a spirit woman behind me. So I was on the lower level of seats closer to the stage and on the balcony behind me, the balcony level, there she stood wearing a bright red v-neck knee-length dress. And this was in my knowing. I'm going to talk a bit more about seeing spirit on a future episode that I have planned, but I'm just going to quickly describe that this was in my knowing and my clairvoyance, not in my human eye. So this was in my knowing I was not seeing her with my eyes, but I could see her clairvoyantly, very clearly. Uh, And she stood the whole time. She was gorgeous and stunning. And so her standing the whole time that I was in the theater. So some of the people around her on that balcony level were watching the show through a spirit. (laughs) And that was really entertaining for me. I hadn't really seen something like that before. What was really also pretty incredible was the woman knew I could see her. So she acknowledged me. She looked at me and acknowledged me. We had like a 
a little exchange. And I knew from her energy that she was not in that theater at all times, as you think a ghost might be. She was merely popping in. Um, And she had a beautiful glow about her. And it was clear to me that she embodied light from the other side. And uh, yeah, so I also kind of learned through her that spirit pops in more often uh, at this time of year around the holidays, specifically around winter solstice, Christmas, doesn't matter what you celebrate, it's this time of year they are popping in more frequently. So there was another spirit in the theater that night, one that was much more dense in energy, way up above the stage. I would imagine there are rafters or something up there. He felt very much more connected to the theater, like rooted in, and not happy at all. And I didn't put my energy there as it was like really distracting every time I did feel him. It felt like a wave of depression. And so you can see now why I say that it's probably best to be really adept at shaking loose energy, shaking it loose if it is not yours, you know, allowing it to um, not stick with you. Uh, before you try this kind of thing. And my Reiki training has helped me a lot with that as well. So those are some little ghost and spirit stories, which really is just the tip of the iceberg. I have been sensing spirit everywhere during this experimental phase of letting the, the boundary down to spirit. And I haven't been just experiencing ghosts and, and spirits. I have come across guides, masters, and angels as well. Alas, there are low vibe, dark entities out there. And of course, with lowered boundaries, we can be more susceptible to their influence. During this, what what I'm calling an experimental phase, I have come across more of those darker spirits than I ever have since developing my psychic medium abilities. Nothing really that is of concern to me, though my husband might not say the same because I was at a table of friends with him and there were a few simultaneous conversations going on. You know how that can happen. And in a conversation he was in, I overheard as I was listening to somebody else, I was overhearing him. He had said a little portion of a story I thought he was telling. I thought it was about a TV show or something like that. I heard him say, yeah. And then she sat up in bed and yelled, get out. And it scared the shit out of me. (laughs) And as I looked at his friend's faces, they were looking a bit shocked. And they glanced over at me. And that's when I clued in, oh, he's talking about me. (laughs) And yeah. That happened. I sat up in bed and yelled, get out when a dark, not yelled. I mean, he said yelled, but I just firmly stated, get out (laughs) when a dark feeling spirit made its way into our bedroom one night. I didn't tune into it. I didn't know what it was, who it was, how it was there. I was not about to fuss about with it. It's not something I'm okay with. 
in my home for obvious reasons and something that really didn't happen before I was very controlling over what I let through my personal energetic field. So I'm trying to find that level of boundary that says, don't fuck with me while still able to blend with spirit and be able to experience the miracles, you know, and playing with being less boundaried to spirit certainly has been fun and opened me up to a real whole new way of being. At my baseline, I will still not walk around open. I know that much. I will still open the floodgates for readings and Reiki and meditation and every now and then when I feel called to. I have learned that I would like to have a tiny bit looser of a boundary in everyday life than I once did. It has felt like a bit of a pressure release valve in a sense. And so when I do fully open up to spirit, it feels much less intense than it did before when I do have a little bit less of a boundary in my waking life. And I guess that kind of makes sense. And something that I knew intellectually before, and now I have a greater, more embodied understanding of, is that being very controlled with spirit has the effect of safety in protecting oneself from an onslaught of energy. And it can also keep one from perceiving the radiance, the glow, the miracles that are happening all around us every day. And I know shutting out that light is not something that I want. So I am embracing a new level of awareness and frequent adjustments of what comes into my personal energy. And I encourage people to explore the dimmer switch effect if you feel ready and ask yourself, where are your sacred limits Where would you like to experience the ethereal edges? And I will leave you with that. Please share this pod with your spiritual besties. Like, share, review. And until we meet again, friends.